1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On The Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Now, here we are. We're entering the month of May. I've got to ask you, what is the impact of COVID-19 on the real estate market at this point? Wow. Well, it's been huge. Uh, if you're looking at volume, we are down significantly in units sold. We are down significantly in uh, listing inventory. So, you know, that's how you know that it's impacted us because we were taking, for York Region specifically, we were taking about 800 listings a week prior to the shutdown, which is around the 23rd of March or so. And if you look at it since then, it has declined. And, you know, the, the first week after that, we were at half of the inventory coming in. So new listings were about 400. Now we're just over 200 for last week. So it really has affected the listing inventory as well as units sold. Uh, you know, over the last week, we, we had under 100 units sold in New York region. And that was consistent over the last couple of weeks. Prior to this, we were selling about 400, 450 homes in York Region. So you can see that uh, we're down about 75% in, in units sold and units coming on the market. So can I ask you, are you optimistic about what life is going to be like in terms of the market after we start to come out of this? And again, it won't be a full-blown, all the doors open, open for business type of scenario. It will be likely a very slow and gradual opening. But are you optimistic about what's ahead? I am, and, and I'm, gonna, I'm going to tell you why. It's because with listing inventory being down 75% and our sales being down 75%, we're still selling at the same rate that we were prior. So we have about two months of inventory on the market right now. And that was what we had heading into this slowdown. So when you look at that and you say, okay, well, there's not a lot of inventory flooding the market right now. If you have inventory flooding in the market, then you know that it's going to turn into a buyer's market. Right now, it's still a seller's market. Until you have between four and six months of inventory, it's still going to be a seller's market. And when you have two months of inventory, it's a multiple offer market. If you see what's happening in the market right now, even through the slowdown, the people that absolutely have to buy and have to sell, they're, they're still getting multiple offers. They're not getting the 8 or 10 or 15 offers, but they're getting two solid offers. So they're, they're still selling for 98, just over 98% of list price. And in any typical spring market, 98, 99% of list price is a very healthy and strong return. When you have... Uh, an early spring or late winter market where there's not a lot of inventory and a lot of demand, you're going to be selling for just over 100% because of the multiple offers. And so we're hovering around the 98% mark. And in a typical year, if you said, hey, you're going to get 98% of your ask, people would be very happy. Now, you mentioned that group that has to buy or has to sell right now. Who are those people and what are those scenarios all about? So these are people, Tina, that have 
either sold their house in January and February thinking they're going to have some time to be able to purchase a house in March and April and maybe move uh, in June. These are people that have already purchased a property in January, February, or March thinking that they'll just use March break, get their house ready, put it on the market, it'll sell in a week. Because we were selling houses, the average days on market heading into this was 14 days. Right now, the and then two weeks ago, the average days on market was 28 days. Now we're at 21 days. So you see sales are starting to go up. Inventory is still very low. Days on market is coming down and average price is remaining steady. So all of these signs point to a very, you know, I don't want to call it a strong market, but at the same time, it's a very steady market. People that have already purchased a home in a previous market, they have to sell their home right now. They're going on the market right now in order for them to be able to complete their obligation of the purchase that they made. So these are people that absolutely have to act, and there is demand out there still, even through this, because on the other end, you've got people that have sold their house already and are looking to buy. So you know that's what I mean by right now, demand equaling the limited inventory that we have, because although both are down, the rate that we're selling the inventory that's coming on the market is the same as it was before. Now, I realize that you don't know specifically what's ahead, but the gradual opening of the economy is happening. It will happen in these early weeks and early months. Do you think then that the fall is going to be when the real estate market will be almost normal again? Yeah, it's going to be a gradual uh, you know, increase here as well. It's gonna, it's consumer confidence. And as people get back to work, as things start reopening up, and as we see more of a normal lifestyle return, even though it's gonna be a new normal, there's gonna be a lot of things that people have been used to over the years that return into their schedule, into their routine. And once you see that, consumer confidence will start to peak. We've seen that just in the last two weeks. The phones have been ringing. People are now asking questions. If you drive by any Home Depot or Canadian Tire, their curbside pickup is just packed because people are getting their homes ready. They're, they're doing things to their home. They've realized what they need in their home that they don't have right now because they've spent so much time in the home, probably the most time they've spent in their home over a month than they ever have since they moved in. And once you start seeing people saying, you know, I wish I had a den, I wish I had more space. I wish the kids had their own bathroom. That's when you're going to start to see, as we come out of this, people are going to start looking at you know, things that they really want in their homes, and, and maybe they don't need all the space that they have in their home, and they're realizing it now, so they're going to downsize. There's going to be a lot of people coming out of this thinking that they need a different type of home or a different, uh, you know, maybe move to a, a condo for a different lifestyle. But it's going to be gradual, and, and it'll take a few weeks. So if we, if we come out of this realistically by June, you're probably going to see the market start to uh, you know, heat up maybe around July, and it'll continue through the fall. So I'm anticipating a, a good run for the, the rest of the calendar year. And just before we take our first break, what is your message then to our listeners at this time in terms of the real estate market? You know, it's take advantage of this pause and you know there, there's no sense in rushing out if you're thinking of buying or anything like that unless you absolutely have to buy or sell there's no sense in getting out there just to tire kick or see what's out there there's a lot of virtual tools that you can 
utilized right now. So contact your realtor, get some virtual tours coming in and, and listings coming in so you can see what's happening in the market. And at the same time, if you really have to buy or sell, it's a good time for you to do it because there's not a lot of competition heading out of this. You're going to be back into a very competitive marketplace, and that's going to go till November or December. So when they're talking about prices falling or anything, we haven't seen that. And unless we have permanent job losses, unless we have some you know, interest rate hikes that uh, aren't sustainable, you're going to be back in a similar market to what we were in February and March. So the best thing for you to do is you actually have to buy. This is a good window for you to do that. And if you're thinking of selling or buying, start doing the prep work right now so that you're ahead of the curve. When we come back, a veteran of real estate with his take on the new normal. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Thank you, Tina. Joining us next is a 30-year real estate veteran and past president of the Toronto Real Estate Board, Mark McLean. Mark, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me again. It's good to hear your voice. You too. Mark, we, uh, we, we've been inundated with calls from people that have lost a lot of money on paper in the stock market over the last little while. And, yeah. you know, they're, they're calling us because real estate has always been known as one of the most stable investments out there. And but, you have a unique concept with key living that, you know, we were fortunate to have you on the show earlier to let us know about it. But we wanted to get an update and, you know, find out how you guys are coping through this COVID uh, little pause that we're having. Yeah, terrific. Well, thank you. Um, it, it's been quite a quite an interesting journey. We we started launched a Key Living about uh, well, actually just about a year ago now. I've been there uh, just over a year, um, and and the the model is really unusual. It's an opportunity for people to get into the market for the very first time uh, for twenty five thousand dollars. It's a co equity model, um, and it really relies upon us raising big uh, amounts of capital through institutions, pension funds, wealth sovereign funds, those sort of uh, institutions um, that are basically buying out whole condominium buildings and then we're selling shares of our company for $25,000 and you get to live in a unit. And that's essentially what the model is. It's a co-equity model. We replace conventional mortgage with uh, investment from those big institutions. And um, and so for us, uh, you know, it's very capital intensive. Obviously, the world is a little bit on pause, uh, so we've we've kind of slowed down our our, our burn rate, uh, and but we're still actively out there looking, you know, raising money and doing all that sort of stuff. And we're actually getting very very close now to launching our first block of units, probably within eight to twelve weeks. Um, and so that's super exciting. That has not slowed down. And, and it, quite frankly, it's re- it's a really interesting time because we've got all these these challenges and one of the biggest components uh, that we're seeing right now is you know people not paying their rents um, and worrying about their equity in their homes and all that sort of stuff and, and with us this is really a great opportunity to dive into what our model is because 
There are so many safety uh, nets that exist within our model that really do protect you over the long term in terms of you know your investment in the in the project. I'm happy to dig into that too. Now, Mark, you mentioned that you launched Key Living about a year ago. What happened at that time, and what's happening now? Well, certainly there was a lot of uh, tailwinds to support our model, and you saw. You know, the, the headlines were, were rampant with just the, the same comments all the time. It's getting harder to get into the market. It's, uh, you know, prices are going crazy. Uh, you know, we needed something that was going to change the world. Um, and, and so that's really what we sort of took to heart. The, 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 the fact is that millennials are kind of feeling this sort of disenfranchised with the market. Uh, they're stuck in this sort of rental treadmill. They're not able to uh, to get into the market. And, and even if they are getting into the rental market, uh, you know, the idea of trying to save money for the future to buy something was just getting out of hand because the prices were going up, you know, dramatically and their wages weren't going up to keep pace. So we, there was a, a desperate need for some new way of building equity uh, quickly uh, in the real estate model. And I think, you know, the truth is that real estate has, you know, always proved to be a, um, a sound investment. And, and I can't remember who it was that said uh, they're not making more land, which is 100% true. So um, when I was when I was president, I used to always uh, go out on the media and talk to uh, radio and television and talk about the importance of owning a home, that, you know, this was a way of forced savings. It was a way to, to you know, to plan for your retirement. It was, uh, and what we knew about people that owned homes was that they were happier, they were healthier, their families did better, they're better educated. There were all these, like, ancillary benefits of owning. And it was becoming really, really hard to get there. And we used to kind of almost jokingly say drive to you qualify, which means if you can't afford to live downtown, then you would just keep driving outside the city until your money would actually get you some, uh, you know, get you something. And, and if I could take anything back, it would be that because, you know, that's not the, that's not the solution. The solution is to rethink how we are actually uh, financing and building uh, communities. Uh, and I think, you know, jump ahead today, you know, those, those, Things have not, you know, really changed. Uh, the the fundamentals are still there, and while we're seeing this great um, kind of uh, pullback in the number of units that are being sold, we are seeing, um, you know, the prices are not really adjusting that much. Um, and, and quite frankly, this is a this is a um, an event that is not a credit driven. It's an event that is, you know, driven by something, you know, that no one really expected. So. You know, I think it's going to come back. It's not going to be like a, a sharp V recovery, but it will be a nice checkmark recovery. And I think probably that's what we really need in the market is just to have kind of like almost like a, you know, we've stopped and we'll, we'll return back at a, at a normal, regular, uh, good, healthy pace. So that's what, uh, that's where I think we are right now. And Mark, are you seeing a lot of parents or grandparents investing for either their grandkids or their kids, because this is uh, almost a great opportunity for them to put that money that they have for their children or grandchildren into a safe investment that's going to grow over time and at the same time allow them a place to live. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, I'm a perfect example of that. I have two kids. Uh, I certainly do worry about them uh, being able to, number one, buy their own place in the city. Uh, that's a that's a big stressor for me, um, and, and I live in a neighborhood, uh, you know, that has 
lots of young families. You know, people bought into this neighborhood, you know, 10 years ago. Their kids have been going to local schools, and, and the, their property values have gone through the roof. I don't think they even know how much money, how much equity they have in their homes. Um, and so what we're now doing is actually reaching out to those parent communities and saying, hey, listen, you know, now's the time to think about what you're going to do with your kids uh, today by maybe investing uh, in something like Key, a vehicle like Key, where you can put, you know, $25,000 in, be a passive investor in the market, uh, and then when the kids are ready, they can they can pledge those shares back to us uh, in order to get a unit. So it's a great way for that. We're looking at, um, you know, millennials are really the, the key sort of demographic for us, but also parents, also downsizers, people who are going to be selling their houses down the road uh, and want to, you know, maybe uh, buy something like a condo and set the price that they want to pay on a monthly basis. They can do that within our model. And also investors, and that's a huge market for people, um, and you touched on it too. There is, you know, five years ago, ten years ago, you could buy a condo, and if you were going to rent it out, uh, you knew that you'd have a nice positive cash, cash flow. And then that slowly changed to having kind of like an even, a zero cash flow, but that didn't matter to a lot of people because they knew that their investment was increasing in value and that was okay. But now you're in a situation where you're almost, you know, you're losing five, six, seven hundred dollars a month, and you might still think, well, that's still okay um, because my 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 investment is growing. But you know, there's a lot of people out there who just can't afford to lose to lose you know five, six hundred dollars a month. And if you think about it, in the United States, you know, the the research shows that fifty percent of the people out there can't afford a four hundred dollar shock to the system, and we're certainly seeing a lot of shocks to the systems right now. So when the province is open for business again, Mark, what do you think real estate is going to look like? Yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, as I said, I think we're going to see a nice, a nice rebound. Um, you know, the challenges are uh, right now is that we had, you know, we had a lot of units that were Airbnbs and people were, were um, you know, getting units, whether they're buying them or renting them and then putting them out on the Airbnb market. And that was taking up a lot of space. Um, and I think these people are all completely uh, in a lot of trouble right now. So we'll probably see a huge pullback in terms of the amount of Airbnb units uh, that we're going to see in the city. So that's going to be good. That'll free up a lot of space for people who want to rent. Um, and, and prices will will recover. I think it's going to be it's going to be steady and it's going to be slow upward upward trend. Uh, because I think people will always be a little bit kind of concerned about, um, you know, their jobs and their uh, their savings and all that. I'm sure as, if, as, as someone who's on the ground there, you're seeing it way more than I am. But I think that's essentially what we'll, what we'll see in the long term. And, Mark, you had said that there was a new type of investment structure that you guys were going with over the last few weeks it was announced. What is that and how is it different from the original yeah, so the original is still on the go. So our, our plan really is, you know, buying new condo buildings right from the ground up uh, with investment from uh, big institutions, as I, I mentioned before. Um, but in order to, you know, even if we were to get one of those buildings going right now, digging, putting a shovel in the ground tomorrow, still couldn't deliver anything for, you know, three to five years kind of thing. So uh, it, it's really important to try and find a, 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 a solution that will be more immediate. And so uh, very early on, we had uh, negotiated to buy a REIT. We are still uh, kind of working on that. That REIT has got uh, 68 units. And the game plan really is to talk to the people that are in those REITs, try and get them to convert to our model. 
Um, you know, we realize some will, some won't. We're not going to be evicting anybody, but the idea is that through attrition, we'll start to deliver units. Um, that has moved actually ahead because we've got now another a batch of units, uh, 30, I think it's 30 or 35 units, uh, that we are going to close in the next uh, eight weeks. And so right now, it's all hands on deck. We are working diligently. The whole team has really pivoted to launch these units because, you know, our, our timeline before was, you know, four to six months, and now it's all of a sudden, you know, two months. And so it's like, oh, boy, we've really got to get our our, uh, our ducks in order and try and really get this thing ramped up. So it's, you know, app building, and, and it's, you know, full steam ahead. We're, we are working harder than we've ever worked. So it's great. Um, unfortunately, we're all uh, at home working kind of alone, but there's a lot of great tools that help us collaborate uh, on the cloud. So. Wow, sounds very exciting. I can't wait to get an update on it after you close on those units. And, uh, Mark, if our listeners want more information or if they – would like to invest with Key Living, how do they contact you? Yeah, so the first thing I would recommend you do is go check out our website, keyliving.com. We've just done a whole new rebranding. We've got lots of great information on the, on our website. We've got blog posts, and there's lots of events coming up. We're doing a, a parent um, event, a parent and investor event uh, coming up, a web webinar uh, coming up in mid-May. And on mid uh, on May the 5th, we're doing another um, we're going to have both our, our founders uh, talking about the key living story, um, and that's going to happen uh, so May, May 5th. Um, so there's a lot of events on our events page, so do that. And then if you want to get a hold of me, Mark, M-A-R-K, at keyliving.com. Thanks again, Mark. When we come back, this week's hot listing. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for questions from our listeners. The first one comes from Jordan in Richmond Hill. With so many working from home these days, should I feature the home office area in my house to help sell my property later this year? Asif, what do you think? That's a great question, and that's something that people are going to be working on a lot more in the coming weeks or coming months because if you can imagine the number of people working from home right now and companies realizing that they may be able to downsize and have more people working from home, this could become probably the biggest change that comes out of this COVID-19 break is companies realizing that some of their people could work from home and people realizing that they could work from home, limit their commute, be able to pick up the kids, things like that. So that's a great feature to be able to showcase in your home. And what specifically can Jordan do to this space in his home to make it more enticing to a prospective buyer? I think if you have a space that you're working from home at, you want it to be nice and bright and, you know, be be comfortable for you to be able to work from there. And if you can emphasize the, the benefits of having that space in that home, whether it's away from play areas for your kids or, you know, a soundproof area, a, a nice little bright corner in your home, that is what you want to showcase. So you want to have nice bright lighting. You want it to be functional. 
and you also want it to be away from the living spaces in your area, in your home. Our next question comes from Rachel in Markham. She wants to know if you think there will be a drop in house prices when this is all over. And that, again, you know, I wish I had a crystal ball, but all the signs that I'm looking at, uh, the numbers that we discussed earlier in the show, it all points to prices remaining pretty steady. steady. And, and if we look back historically, if you look back at the last pause or, or drop that we had in the market, it would have been, say, 2008 heading into 2009. And heading into 2009, we started off on fire. There was multiple offers. The key determining factor is going to be inventory. And right now we don't have any, and that is going to play a huge role in what happens to pricing because it comes down to supply and demand. If there's not a lot of supply and demand is still strong, then prices are going to continue to climb. And ask if we have just enough time for the on-the-market hot listing. What do you have for us this week? Well, Tina, we have a, a beautiful townhouse in Vaughan that's going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks. The people are just getting it ready right now, and they're going to have it ready to hit the market as soon as you know the first sign of uh, being able to allow people into your homes and things like that. They want to get it on the market. So it's a three-bedroom townhouse. It's a corner unit. It's absolutely fabulous. It's going to be in the low 900,000 finished basement Again, great living space and workspace as well. If you wanted to have a home office, it's built out in the basement there. And uh, it's a great opportunity for you to move into Vaughan right by Canada's Wonderland. So it's a three-bedroom unit. You said a corner unit. Likely then gets a lot of light. It does. It's nice and bright. It has uh, an attached garage with a driveway spot. So you have room for two cars, which is Pretty rare in some of the newer homes. You have a garage spot, but you don't want to have a pad on the driveway. And it's it's a great area. You can walk to all the amenities, and you know you're minutes from schools. Nice little pocket in Vaughan, just north of Canada's Wonderland. Asif, if our listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that? They can give me a call at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan, or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.